Waterfall, the CCW podcast. So uh, this is a special episode of Waterfall where we are concentrating on whose pipe bands and myth busting. So we are going to focus entirely on hose pipe ban myths and what's the truth behind them. Now, before we kick in, don't forget you can get in touch with this show. You can email us at podcast at ccwater.org.uk. We would love to hear from you. And if there's any, any agents listening, Karen, we'd love to be signed up. So this is the Hosepipe Band special edition of, of Waterfall and a number of water companies currently at the time that we're recording have Hosepipe Bands in place. But please do check out your water company's website to make sure you understand what's going on right now for your company. But, but why all the focus on, on Hosepipe Bands? Why, why are they being picked on? Why are they picking on Hosepipe, Karen? I mean, what's so wrong about Hosepipes? I think the problem is that people don't appreciate just how much water you use when using a Hosepipe or a sprinkler. Um, uh, uh, the average uh, hose pipe will use as much in an hour as a fa- an average family will use in a day. And, you know, these are phenomenal amounts of water. And at a point in time like this where we're seeing incredible pressure on our environment and on um, the, the, the natural world around us, um, it's really important that we try to reduce that impact as far as we can and do our bit to save water. So what we're saying essentially is that it's low-hanging fruit here. Hose pipes use a lot, so actually by stopping using them, it's actually quite a quick and easy way to save water. It's a really important element of a company's um, way of managing these very long, dry, hot temperatures. Fantastic. So let's get on with myth-busting. This podcast is brought to you by CCW, the voice for water consumers. Myth number one, Karen, go for it. Okay, I think the first one is um, that hosepipe bans happen every year. Um, And that's just simply not true. Um, The last time we actually had a hosepipe ban was back in 2012. I think sometimes what happens is that people um, get a bit confused because often the companies will start talking about prolonged dry weather and um, will start to be um, working on the paperwork and the formal application for introducing a hosepipe. But the weather changes, uh, things improve and, and they're no longer necessary. So there is a bit of that going on. But as I say, it's been 10 years since the last hosepipe ban in England. That's a really interesting one, Karen, because people say, oh, don't we have these every year? And it just isn't true, is it? No, they're actually unusual. That's not to say we won't see them happening more regularly as we go forward. Oh, absolutely, Karen. So let's move on. Myth number two, we're going to run out of water in the next few days. Well, that's clearly not true. Hosepipe bans are all about managing water resources that we can make sure there's enough to go around so that there's enough for public water supplies, enough for agriculture, and of course, there's enough for the environment so that we can avoid environmental damage. So the fact that a hosepipe ban is on absolutely does not mean that the water supply is imminently going to run out. In fact, it's quite the opposite. It's part of a process to make sure that water resources will go further. Yes, I mean, all the companies have got their own drought management plan. And as long as they're following that plan, that will ensure that there's always enough water for our essential needs. So let's go on to myth three. People are being asked to snoop on their neighbours. That's just not true. 
When there is a hosepipe ban, it's obviously um, put in place to help to save water. And we really want everybody to um, recognise the importance of us all playing our part and, and doing the right thing. If your neighbour hasn't been following the rules, um, it might be worth having a conversation with them because there's always the danger that they, they could be approached about a possible fine. Um, but not everybody gets to hear about these things if they don't listen to local radio or you know, have received communications from their company. So it might just be worth having that conversation. So it's good having a conversation about the current situation, but that's very, very different than actually snooping on your neighbour and reporting them to the authorities. Indeed. And I think it's, it's going to be um, really important that people recognise that we're all in this together. It's about us all doing um, a few small adjustments to the way we use water to try to conserve it for as long as possible. Now, we're not trying to be killjoys here, so if you do enjoy snooping on your neighbours, you can continue doing that, but just don't do it on the topic of hosepipe bans. The next myth is that we're not allowed to wash, wash our cars or water my plants. That's absolutely not true. You are absolutely allowed to do those things. You're just not allowed to do them using a hosepipe. That's the point of a hosepipe ban. So for your car, you can keep it nice and shiny if you're that way inclined by using the old school tried and tested bucket and sponge method and it does just as good a job. Personally, I'd say why bother? Uh, just get your, get your car a bit dirtier. It's perfectly fine. And as for plants, you just reach for your watering can. And clearly that does take a little bit more effort, but it does mean that those plants that you know and you love and you talk to every day can still be well looked after and thrive, even though we're going through this dry spell. Now, Karen, you are, you are very green fingered. Um, What's your, uh, have you got any tips you want to add here? Um, well, I, I think the important thing is to recognise that when we use a hosepipe, we're using a lot of water and we don't always necessarily get the water to where it's most needed on the plant. So a watering can allows you to get right to the roots of the plant and give it a good soaking. And it does the plant a lot better than if you were spraying it all over the foliage. Very good. That's true. I am incredibly messy with uh, with with those. In fact, I realised yesterday. This is this is true. I was watering some plants that were in pots with quite a big watering can, and I realised I needed to move to my mini version of the watering can because actually I was wasting quite a lot of the water because I was just it, it, just because the plant pot size was was pretty small. So, uh, you know, my tip there would be have more than one size of watering can and use the watering can size that's appropriate for the pot. That is learnt last night. Um, well, I think um, the other myth that I think we need to move on to now is that um, hosepipe bands are, are really sort of picking on the people that have got mobility issues that wouldn't be able to lift buckets or watering cans. Um, and so um, we want to put that one straight right now because... Water companies um, do have exemptions to these bans to allow for people who have got maybe mobility issues or medical conditions that would make um, using buckets and, and watering cans difficult. And if you are um, concerned about that, if you register with your company for their priority services, um, you will make sure that you can get that exemption when and if um, uh, temporary use restrictions are in place. So priority services are the extra help that water companies offer people who have uh, who, uh, who, who need some extra support. 
Yeah, um, they offer a, a range of different um, things to assist people. And so it would definitely be worth looking into. CCW can help you with your complaints. Visit our website to find out more. ccwater.org.uk Next myth is that companies don't want to have hose pipe bands because they will make less money by selling less water. This is not true. And this is all because of the way they're regulated. It's not true because it does seem intuitive. You know, they, they make more money if they, they collect more money if you use more water, right? Mm, yeah. If you're on a meter. So, so I understand this, why people would say this. But the way they're regulated means that the total amount of money that companies can collect from a customer is set. It's fixed. It's a cap over a five-year period. So if a company uh, over-collects in one year, then they will collect less the next year to balance that out. Which does mean there is no disincentive for a company to encourage people to use less water. And that's absolutely what we want water companies to be doing, is to help their customers use less water, particularly when there is a drought on. But actually, we'd like to see that all the time, wouldn't we? People probably think that uh, companies do just want to keep selling more and more of their product, so to speak. Um, but they've also got performance commitments about trying to work with their customers to reduce the amount of water that people use. So um, alongside leakage, re- helping customers to be more water efficient is, is a really key part of their activities. So performance commitment, that's just a target, isn't it? To help people use less water. Yes. Yeah. So that's good. So there is no disincentive there for water companies to help, help all of us to use less water. So I think the, the, the last myth that I wanted to bust was this one that sort of suggests that if water companies do have to go down uh, the road of introducing restrictions on use, they've, they've failed in some way. Um, and that's simply not true. You know, host pipe restrictions are there to help the company manage a really long term period of low rainfall and potentially high temperatures and demand. Um, this is a tool that they use um, that each company has access to. And it's, it's another way of signalling when a situation is deteriorating and they need our help. So hose pipe bands aren't just something that a company has introduced willy-nilly. This is all part of a process to, in, to preserve water resources, to make sure there's enough for people, the environment and agriculture into the future. Yes, and for, and for our essential needs. So the, the, the key things are obviously drinking, cooking, flushing the toilet, that sort of thing. Personal hygiene. Indeed. I'm not really into that bit so much. Um, so they are our top myths about hose pipe bands. Now, hose pipe bands obviously are a bit of an inconvenience for some people. And um, particularly if you've got, you know, if you're particularly attached to your hose pipe. So these are our top myths about hose pipe bands. Now, hose pipe bands can be seen as a bit of an inconvenience by some people, particularly if you're, I've got big gardens or you particularly enjoy washing your car with a hose every Sunday. But they are a small price to pay to ensure that the environment is protected and that we have enough resources for the weeks and months ahead. And we have seen weather that is unprecedented. I mean, anyone under the age of 50 will have never known a period as dry as this. And, you know, we've seen temperatures that have been literally off the scale, which means that no one alive has seen temperatures as high as we've seen now. So these are unprecedented times. So please do check out our website uh, for more details on how to save water. The hints and tips will all be in the show notes, but also check out your water company's websites to see whether hose pipe bans are enforced where you live. So that's all from this special edition of Waterfall. So it's goodbye from me, Mike. And it's goodbye from me, Karen.